People of YEG and um, Guatemala. <laughs> Where? Guatemala. Oh, yeah. Our favorite humid place. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Girls, One Broadcast with Jack and Katie. It's, uh, ew, I just like, into the microphone. You did. I swear to God, my tongue is too big for my mouth. Anyway, it's just me and Jack this week. And Kush, but she won't be contributing much, except no. for begging for food. She's just drooling on the ground begging for food. Oh my god, disgusting. She's also high, so... Already? I think so. Yeah, you had quite the little scare there this week, hey? I mean, I th- may have overreacted slightly. <laughs> I was a little embarrassed, so I came home from work, and Kush had shit all over my house, <laughs> and she was just laying on the floor panting and shaking uncontrollably, and I freaked out and took her to the emergency vet, because I'm like she's shaking like something's wrong and I have fostered I think I tallied it up and it was like over 15 fosters and I've had multiple medical cases like I know what needs to go to the vet and what doesn't and usually if a dog shits themselves they don't need to go to the vet right away but I was like nope this bitch is sick as fuck and I need to take her to the emergency vet and $200 later she just had an upset tummy (laughs) I was going to say, maybe the shakes were just her, like, being dehydrated or something. I think so, probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's okay. She's your baby. You take care of her. She you got to do what you got to do, right? Good Lord. It was yeah. so stressful. But, yeah, anyway, so she's on some pain meds for her poor little bumholio. <laughs> <laughs> so she's very high right now. She's very relaxed. I just we, She got gabapentin, and I was joking to Jack. I was like, I should have kept some of this for me. She doesn't even need it. She's like, you can't take dog medicine. Yeah, no. That's a whole new level. <laughs> I've hit some lows, but I haven't gotten to the low of taking medication that I got from a veterinarian. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I'm just excited for this episode. I know. It's just us. We can just nest. What's the sound that the... Um, I know. I'm trying to think. What is the sound that the, um, <laughs> that the minions make when there's like an ambulance coming? They're like... Wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. <laughs> Everyone's already turned this off. Why do we so, care about this? Motherfuckers, this episode comes out on November 5th. Well, it is going to be November 5th when they listen to this episode. Well, okay. I'm having well, trouble with this. So, <laughs> they know we don't record it on the same day. <laughs> I'm having troubles <laughs> in all areas of my life. <clears throat> so if you didn't already know, I mean, you're a fake friend, but if you didn't already know... <laughs> Today is Jack's <coughs> fucking 29th birthday. Happy birthday, bitch. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we're going to be the same age for three, four, four whole months. months. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Um, yeah. It's yeah. my birthday month, guys. Like, let's be honest. It's her birthday month. Every day of this month is my birthday, but today is actually my birthday. Mm-hmm. I am one of those obnoxious bitches that's like, I need a birthday month. You and then what? everyone rolls their eyes. It's Scorpio season, so I feel like all throughout Scorpio season, it is also Jack season. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, so, well, that's only till November 23rd, but that's okay. I'll take it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can, we can, like, push it for one extra week. Nah. What's December? Sag. Ugh, no, we don't want that. 
<laughs> I think it's Sag. I'm pretty sure. Scorpio season all day, baby. All yeah. month. Yeah. Well, so what we're going to do... Uh, some fun stuff, I think, this mm-hmm. episode to celebrate my birthday. Because like I said, I'm an obnoxious bitch. Jack is so excited for what I have in store for her. Mm-mm. We started this game called Pass or Play a few weeks ago when we had the Long and Hard Boys. We literally mentioned yeah, them in every episode. Weeks. Like, for fuck's sake. Oh my god, I know. Um, Stop. But yes, yeah. They're <laughs> getting publicity from no us. No more people this week. Um, so yeah, we started Pass or Play with the boys and we're going to bring it back this week. But the only person that has to answer is... Jack attack. And if she plays, then that's fine. She just has to live with that. And if she passes, she's got to take a shot. And uh, what's in my freezer right now, Jack? Fireball. (laughs) That should be the intro song to this episode. (laughs) Yes! I love that song! Fireball. No, 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 no. Da, 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 da. Okay, I'll stop. Okay. So we don't we even can cut some of that out. We don't even need to pull the sound for that song. We can just use that little sound bite right Oh my there. god, people will not listen to this episode. <clears throat> oh, they probably turned me off already. Do you want to do that later or now so that I'm like pass or play? Stupid during the episode or at the end? I mean, okay, I was thinking about this too. You're gonna be way littier than me. Do you want me to do solidarity shots? Always. Can I just do like a halfer though? Like you do a full one and I'll do like a little babins shot. Why? Because I'm a little bitch. I guess it's my birthday, so that's fine. Okay, <laughs> let's just, let's start with the things that I've learned in my 20s. I know I still have a year left in my 20s, but I thought in celebration for my birthday, I would <laughs> help all y'all out with, you know, the people that are still in their early 20s, mid 20s. I feel like lots of people in their late 20s still even have stuff to learn. I still have so much stuff to learn. Oh, like, I'm not. I, I continually am, fuck up. Yeah, no, same. Like, this is not gospel. This is just my experience. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to take this to heart or believe what I say or anything. This is just my experience and what I have learned thus far. Love it. Ready? I don't know what any of these are, by the way. Yeah. I did not look. Okay. So my first one is family always has your back in the end that's it your people are your family so you treat them like gold because they always always look out for you and the next one is you do you boo boo which is my favorite (laughs) saying aka take people's advice into consideration but make your own choices in the end yeah we're always gonna seek out this advice from our friends and Mm -hmm. sometimes we listen and sometimes we don't and ultimately what i've learned is you can give and take advice, but you're going to make your own choice and you're just going to have to learn from it. Yeah. And that's how you grow. At the end of the day, like you've got to listen to your gut. Yeah. And do what it's telling you. Yeah. Because nobody's in the situation except for you. Yeah. People from the outside perspective mm-hmm. are going to have some kind of opinion about it and that's fine. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. <laughs> don't make someone a priority if they don't make you one. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, that goes without saying. That's like a friendship, a relationship, a partner, whatever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's even family. (laughs) I mean, like I said, family always has your back. But it's important that you each make each other a priority. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one is kiss all the frogs. Like, don't get an STI, but have some fun and find your person. (laughs) 
it's important. You can't just like settle on your first person. And honestly, it, it is a rare thing to just like find your one with your first person you've ever dated. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Hasn't happened to me, but nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So kiss kiss the frogs with condoms on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, don't settle, which is basically the same as kiss all the frogs. So mm-hmm. if you feel like something's wrong or there's some red flags, you're probably right. Use that gut instinct and follow it because there's so many people in this world. Yeah. On that note, actually, and I'm sure you can speak to this. There are going to be people in their 20s who get married and then get a divorce before they're even out of their 20s and have hit 30. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that. I know it's a lot more work legal wise and changing your name and all that (laughs) stuff, but you obviously haven't found your person. So if you're looking for a divorce, do it because otherwise you're going to be doing it when you're 50 and you're going to have kids and this loveless marriage. Yeah. Well, it's like we said a couple episodes, like, would you rather look back and say like, shit, I've wasted the past five years with this person or do I want to waste the rest of my life? And not that I don't think any relationship is ever a waste. Like, no. I think it's always going to be a growth opportunity for both people. Hopefully you're always going to learn things from that that you can take forward with you. But yeah, like, do you want to be stuck with someone just because you've invested that many years? Yeah. I guess some people, they might think that that's worth it, but. But don't settle. Don't settle me. for sure. Explore you and your sexuality. Hell yes, baby. Yeah. That one I don't even need to explain. Yeah. Every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Make mistakes and learn from them, but don't dwell on them. So, I mean, this, I guess, is different for every person. But for me, I learned, like, mistakes are how you grow and how you learn about yourself, about other people, about how you react in situations, about how you can handle things. So, it's... It's important to actually make mistakes and you're going to. That's just life. Mm -hmm. And you got to learn from them. Take that learning and move forward because sitting on something you feel like you've done wrong is not going to make it any better. It's going to affect your mental health and it doesn't make you grow. Right. Yeah. So I think make those mistakes. Think about it. Learn from it and move forward. Yeah. Did you talk to my therapist this week or something? No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so important for people to, like, own up to their mistakes, like, acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. There's so much power that comes from that, like, yeah, I fucked up, and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that, yeah, I fucked up is just you to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. No one has to validate your mistakes. Yeah, for sure. Just comes along with self-awareness. Yeah, absolutely. Which comes later in your 20s i think i think holy shit yeah yeah uh you have time to figure out your career do not stress over it and Mm -hmm. i mean we talked about this before education isn't everything it's important but it's not everything so if you don't know what you want to do don't invest all that money Mm -hmm. especially with our new government those a holes (laughs) There is no timeline. This is my second last one, but this really should be my first one mm-hmm. because I feel like there's so much pressure in your 20s to like find a career, pick your education, get a job, get a car, get a house, pick find a partner, your partner, get married, maybe have a baby, pop out some children. Yeah. Like how the hell are you supposed to do all that in 10 years? And in your first like half of your 20s, your like decision making skills are not up to where they should be. 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's just scientific facts. Like, yeah. your brain is not fully developed, especially in men. <laughs> and so for you to have to make all those decisions is not fair. And I have heard that 30s is your new 20s. And that's because you kind of have your shit together a yeah. little more in your 30s. And then you can just kind of go with the flow and enjoy life. But what I'm saying is in your 20s, don't feel that pressure that people put on you to find your career and find your partner and all those things I just said, because it's going to happen. It will happen. It's going to take its own time. And everybody has their own timeline in their life path. Mm-hmm. I love that. And my last one is mm-hmm. have fun enjoy life shit it's so short and I just think back to all the things I've done in my 20s and yeah there were some really fucking hard years and years that I look back and I hate but they helped me get to where I am and they helped me grow and Mm -hmm. aside from those years or times within the year I've had so much fun in my 20s yeah like I wouldn't change a thing Yeah. I think so many people are so stuck in that mindset where they're like looking towards like the next thing. Yeah. Like the next vacation, the next career move, the next uh, finding a partner, like any of those things. And they forget to like sit and enjoy where they are right now. So there's Mm -hmm. something huge to be said in just trying to enjoy where you are at right now. Like, yeah, maybe you're not happy with everything. Maybe you have goals that you still haven't reached. Maybe you feel strained in certain areas of your life. But like, enjoy the fuck out of the good things Mm -hmm. that you are experiencing right now because they might not be around next year or the next decade and you're going to look back and be like wow when I was 20 I wish that I had lived in the moment a little bit more it's so Mm -hmm. cliche but it's true no totally like you look back and you're it's like high school like you like hate it the whole way through or whatever so many people do and then you look back at it and you're like oh those were like really 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 fun fun years yeah and you just like you forget to what's the saying like smell the roses you forget to like sit back and actually enjoy what you're experiencing at the time yeah it, it does take work to kind of get to that point but mm-hmm. I completely agree with you my favorite saying is well it's not really a saying but just like my favorite reflection is was that a bad moment in the day or was that an entire bad day oh I love that right like are you letting one bad moment in the day affect your whole entire day or did you really just have like a full-on shit day and nothing went your way which is fine that happens yeah, that happens too but I think a lot of the times it's like one moment and you mm-hmm. let that affect you for the rest of the day and that can be taken into years right was it yep. a bad week and you thought your entire month was shit yeah was it a bad four weeks and your whole year went to shit just reflect right like yeah. most of the time There are good things to pull out of your years, out of your weeks, out of your days, whatever it might be. And and that's why for like my sober October thing, it was a moment of gratitude every day because Mm -hmm. it really helps you think about what is good in your life when you Mm -hmm. feel like things aren't good. And it's easy to get caught up in those poor moments Mm -hmm. and forget about all the good things. Yeah. Or even if like one aspect of your life is shitty. Mm -hmm. Like say you hate your job for like a year straight you might be like fairly miserable throughout that time, but it, you you almost forget to acknowledge that there are so many other areas in your life that are great because yeah. you're so caught up in this one negative aspect of your life. And like one part of your life doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. And there are so many of these things that are in your control to change. And then there yeah. are some things that aren't like, yeah, there are so many things out of your control, but it's again, it's reflection. Right. But like Katie said, if you're, feeling like your job's terrible for a year and you're moping around about it and not doing anything to change it, then, yeah, it's going to be shitty. Mm-hmm. 
And I know there's not always great jobs out there and it depends on the market and yada yada. But, you know, you can still make little changes so that life isn't so sad. Yeah, for sure. So in the end, I think you should just try and enjoy your 20s and have fun. Those those are my things. Those are some very wise things. I try and be wise every once in a while. Jack is my life coach. She really is like very wise about all things in life. (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) I know. I I actually like I kind of do. Sometimes when I go to therapy, I'm like, I know all this stuff. Why am I sitting here? But it's nice to have like an outside perspective. And I'm not being cocky. I just like no, it's a lot of the times I go there to get like validation on things I already know, I guess. And that's usually what they say to me is like, it sounds like you already know what you want or need to do. You just needed to hear it from mm-hmm. me. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I have a lot more to touch on this when we do crazy pants. It's yeah. Very, look at us tying shit together. <laughs> so damn professional as I drink and vape. <laughs> uh, sober October's over. You know what? It was a good experience. I failed epically. I owe a lot of money to uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Alberta. <laughs> hey, at least it's going it's to a good, a good cause. cause. We it's tried. Cause. We worked out more than we usually do. Mm-hmm. I ate quite a bit better than I usually do, too, yep. for the most yep. part. And I think, like, on the whole, we drank significantly less than we usually do. No? We, drank, we drank a bit less than we usually <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah, significantly is a big word. <laughs> talking to Thomas about the like year end thing that they're planning or whatever for sober October (laughs) and I was like are we uninvited because we failed (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so but we were not going to be here the weekend they were going to do it and I was like listen we're the only two girls that participated in this fucking shit show called sober October one of my girlfriends did too oh that's right yes we're the only like pod Sorry, gang peeps. Yeah. And so you kind of need us there to represent the female side of Sober October. And I also told him that I was mad at you for making me do it (laughs) and that I was certainly not doing it next year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Would you do it again? (sighs) I feel like October is hard. October is hard. Any month is hard. It'd be easier for me to do it in like March. Yeah. Like, who like, drinks March, in March? Spring break? When's spring break here? April? We don't have a spring break. We're old, too old for that. I still run my mind around, like, school <laughs> holidays. <laughs> I was thinking about this last week. I'm like, we talk about high school so much. Am I, like, slightly stuck in, like, old memories? But they're just so funny. I don't think we are. I think we've made a lot of new memories. And I I'm, I like to reflect a lot. So I think yeah, that's where that comes from is more like a reflection of like times that have got me to where I am rather and like fun times and like funny things that we've done but not like I wish I was back in high school no I certainly don't I said before I don't wish that I was back in high school no um I think it's so funny though like the stuff that each of us remembers sometimes it's different and I, I just die laughing like it's I know so good. I have the so worst good. memory me too I don't understand why it's probably because I drink so much I legitimately relate mine to anxiety I was researching about this like anxiety and depression is directly linked to like memory problems I'm like you have a better memory than i do (laughs) only about certain things like i blank on shit all the time like i'll have a conversation with somebody and i won't remember like the gist of it the next day and i'm like wow i'm a fucking terrible friend it's like no you're actually just so anxious that you weren't retaining anything yeah it's almost kind of like you're preoccupied in your own thoughts yeah that's why it's hard to help other people when you're stuck in your own shit Mm mm-hmm 
This is very true. I think so anyways. This is true. Yeah. So we're trying to get better at knowing like what's happening the weeks these podcasts come out and the months and stuff. So I was Googling November. <laughs> well, I did the week of November 4th and then it came up with all the things that happened in November. And I couldn't believe that I forgot about Movember. It's my favorite. Really? Okay. We probably have different opinions on Movember. You first. So I, I'm sure everyone knows that Movember is to raise money for prostate cancer research. I just love a dirty mustache, so. Ugh. Sorry. Because I like all the dirty fucking, uh, what's the name for Canadian dirtbags? Hosers. I love all the hoser shit. Have a hockey flow. Have a dirty mustache. Have a scraggly long beard. Have a mullet. Like, I'm here for all of that. I, I know. I know. <sighs> I have problems. The mullet thing just throws me right for a loop there. It's not like a straight up mullet, but like if it's like a hockey flow disguised as a mullet, then I can get with that. Speaking of mullets, I was in my grandmother's funeral slideshow as a child and I was like, wow, mom. Straight mullet. Straight up mullet. Okay. Do you remember that photo? I do. I um, had a sh- disgusting, like, I don't even think you could classify it as a mullet. It was like a box cut on the top of my head <laughs> and then flowy hair on the bottom. <laughs> So you had a flow. You had a flow before flows were a thing. Oh, gosh. I never had a mullet. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. What I had, the like, hell, man? long, long princess hair until I was, like, maybe eight or nine. And then I chopped that shit off and I kept it real short. And here you are at the age of 29 with long princess hair. Yeah, but I'm about to have to get it cut. Guys, I haven't had my hair cut in a year. So this shit is so dead and crusty. That's a bad word. I should not have used that word. It's so dead and crispy. Ew. Oh, it's so funny. My athlete was like playing with my hair. She was like brushing it. And uh-huh. she's like, eh, your hair's kind of dead. And I was like, wow, I love you too. Anyways, back to November. Oh, yes. You so, love it. I'm here for November. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only 30 days of having like disgusting facial hair, but get rid of that after. I love facial hair. I love facial hair too, but trim it take care of it throw some beard oil in it like and certain boys you know, should have facial hair and certain boys should just stop trying like yeah. if you're trying to grow a beard and it's just a neared <laughs> what is a neared <laughs> a neck beard oh <laughs> like if it only pretty much grows up to your jawline and then you have a dirty sanchez mustache like that doesn't count ew and I think I, don't, I think some guys grow beards to try and like hide their faces, and I'm like, all that makes you look like is that you have like, a huge double chin. You're trying to camouflage, and it's just like right in my face. <laughs> so do it for November. Raise the funds because we all care about prostates, and we don't want people <laughs> to have prostate cancer or any cancer for that matter. But this month is Prostate Cancer Month, and then just trim it when it's done. Yeah, there you go. You don't have to get rid of it; just trim it. Some girls do Movember, hey? Like with their vages? Yeah, like anything. They just won't shave anything or they won't shave their vagines. Or their armpits? Or their armpits, oh, yeah. I'm not taking part in that. No. My, me and Jack always dye our hair rainbow colored. And there was this trend like maybe a year ago where girls were growing out their armpit hair and like dyeing it rainbow. It. And my mom sent me this and she's, she's like, like, aha, something for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that takes it to a whole other I do want to be a human unicorn, but um, I fucking hate body hair and I need to be a smooth baby seal at all times. So no, thank you. But all the power to you, girls. (laughs) Bodily autonomy. Do you? As we sit here with colored dye in our hair. Mm -hmm. 
It is also dun dun dun. No, not November. <laughs> Jack saw the story and I was like, "Are you gonna participate in No Not November?" She's like, "Girls can't nut." <laughs> So then she explained to me that somehow girls can nut, apparently. Well, yeah, you nut, you just don't. I, like, my vocabulary on this episode is disgusting. I was just going to say the worst word. Say it. I was going to say girls can nut, they just don't splooge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yucky. (laughs) So I leave it to our male listeners. I don't know how many of you there are, but are you going to participate in No Nut November? And also, what the fuck is the point of it? That was going to be my question. I feel like some men are going to be participating in No Nut November, but not by their own volition because they're going to be growing Dirty Sanchez mustaches <laughs> and then women November. Are <laughs> and they just like, it's like a, a chastity belt from your face that extends down to your wiener. So, but like, I'm just, you what? You have sex and then you're just not allowed to finish. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. So, like, so if it's you just a month are of sleeping edging? with someone oh. or you have a girlfriend, you just, you just don't. Okay. I am a huge proponent for edging, but, like, I don't think that you should do it for that long. I feel like you'd be in, like, physical pain. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have balls. Possible. I don't but... know either. I heard blue balls is a myth, but I don't know. I was just going to say that, too. Yeah. I don't actually know if that's I, true or not. Uh, I feel like it would be extremely frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about it from my perspective and it would be frustrating. So let alone I'm just saying probably no one's gonna partake in that because I'm still just very curious about why on earth anyone would do that. I think some guys do it as like a mental thing. Like they don't wanna but I think some guys like just go straight up um what what is the word? Oh my god. I can remember the word splooge, but I can't remember the word. (laughs) word When you don't have sex. When you don't have sex? Yeah, when you don't abstinence. abstinence. Oh my god. That's fine. We all have our moments. I have many moments. Anyway, so yeah, I think they practice abstinence for the month so they can focus on other things rather than just like being led around by their dicks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so comical because that would never change. For 30 days, you're not led around by your dick. You don't think on December 1st they're going to start being led around by their dick again? Probably. Yeah. December 1st rolls around. They're like, oh, where's my favorite gym sock? (laughs) 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 Crack it. Crack it right open. (laughs) You probably crack the gym sock in half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay, moving. Yeah, we're done with this. (laughs) Okay. Just someone explain to me why you would do that. All right. Should we move into crazy pants now? (laughs) That we've literally gone on a tangent about not coming. And coming in socks. Yeah, okay, let's do crazy (laughs) pants. I'm brave, I'm brave Even when the fear is staring in my face Oh, I'm brave, I'm brave on crazy pants we wanted to talk about being stuck in a rut which i think goes really well with kind of the you know a few of the things i mentioned that i've learned in my 20s mm-hmm. i think it's it can be easy to get stuck in a rut and oh, yeah almost kind of like feel sorry for yourself yeah for sure i think especially if you're not super self-aware like you don't check in with yourself that often you might not even realize that you've fallen into a rut and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like i'm unhappy and I've actually been unhappy for quite a while and I don't know why I'm really unhappy or when this happened I just know that this is how things are now and then it's like you can barely identify how you got there so how do you identify how to get out of it yeah 
So I guess for me, and I think, you know, again, this is guys, this is just us and how we kind of deal with these things and everybody's Mm -hmm. different. I'm like, I'm a bit of a dreamer, but I also have my moments where I'm really realistic. So I can kind of almost look from the outside in once I realize that I'm unhappy in a certain Mm -hmm. point in my life and I can reflect on why I've gotten myself there and and I almost kind of like slap myself and tell myself to get out of it because you know figuring out the root of the problem how you got there and what you're going to do to get out of that Mm -hmm. is for me how I kind of deal with that so there are some things that happen that are out of your control, obviously. Yeah, um, You know, like losses in the family, mm-hmm. breakups that you didn't want, um, getting fired from your job, like anything like that. Those are things that you can't really control that they've happened, but you can still reflect on it and say, okay, I'm going to take this amount of time. I'm going to wallow. I'm going to feel sad. And then I'm going to get off my ass and figure out how to fix it. Yeah. You, how does that saying go? You can't control like what happens to you. You can't control people's actions towards you. You can't control a lot of things that happen in your life. What you do have full control over is your reaction. Nodding that my head, nodding my head. completely within your control to assess the situation and decide how you want to deal with it. So if you find yourself stuck in a rut, first of all, you got to check in with yourself real good and be really brutally honest with yourself and identify like what exactly is going on that you are not happy with. Mm-hmm. And that might be a very uncomfortable realization and there might be more than one parts to that. Yeah. And then you need to figure out what you're going to do next because sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself, we all do it and like take some time to deal with do that. It. Yeah. But if you don't do anything, no one's going to do it for you. No. And I mean, my greatest piece of advice is to always sit down with a friend or someone that you trust, a therapist, Mm -hmm. a partner, a parent, whatever. Someone that has zero judgment of you, but can help you work through what it is. Because a lot of the times we don't realize it. So having someone sit down and be like, well, are you happy in your job? Are you happy with your friends? Is something missing here? Is something missing there? It can help you kind of pinpoint whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. Have you like felt this at some point in your 20s? Like where you were really stuck in a rut? Oh, yeah. Like even within the last year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like I couldn't pinpoint something in my early 20s, which is another reason why I say not to dwell on things, because a lot of the times you don't remember it. Yeah, it's so true. Like I know there are times where I thought life was so shitty, but here I am older and I'm mm-hmm. like, that was nothing. There were times even like a year or two ago where I was like, the world is literally ending mm-hmm. for me. Like this is the worst thing I'm ever going to have to deal with. Like this is the end. Mm-hmm. And somehow I got through it and now I can look back and say like, yeah, that was a very shitty time, but that yeah. did not have to be the end of it. Yeah. I think for me, mine is within the last year with my career and I rushed really hard to do my degree and mm-hmm. it's in the career that I'm in right now. And I don't know if I'm stuck in a career or I don't know I just I'm not sure if this is what I'm called to and I'm like having guilt about how much money and time I've put into my education Mm. and then realizing that maybe I need to educate myself in something else it's never gonna fail me that I know all this stuff I learned but I just don't know if this is my calling and I think that's where I feel stuck in a rut Yeah. And I'm trying not to dwell on it, but 
your career is a huge part of your life and you know if you put all that time and effort into an education and then you go into you find yourself in that field and you're like holy shit this is not what I thought it would be like Mm -hmm. that that can be hard because you thought that's what you were meant to do but maybe you don't feel like you are yeah I think there's so many jobs that want you to have a degree and that's it it's like you need to have a four-year degree and that's Mm -hmm. it yeah so the fact that you have a degree now, like, that's something that you can put on your resume mm-hmm. and that will stick with you forever. So I don't think that it's ever, like, a waste of time or money or whatever. And the thing is, like, once you get that degree, like, there's add-ons that you can go and do. You can go do certificate programs. You can do diplomas. You can do graduate certificates. You can do whatever to bolster that. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you've got that piece of paper and that will likely serve you well wherever you end up going. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people end go to school and then they end up working in a career that's totally different yeah and you know I think it's hard to know what you're called to if you're in your career and you're like Ugh, this isn't I just know this isn't for me but I don't know what is for me and so I guess me using this as an example is hard mm-hmm. for me to really give a good idea of how to get out of the rut I'm kind of just taking it day by day week by week and yeah. I'm just as stupid as it sounds I feel things that I should be doing and you notice kind of what you're a natural at and sometimes that's where you're meant to be sometimes it's not but it doesn't hurt to try and if it doesn't work out then you try something new or you go back right it could just be where you're at that you're not happy about yeah it it really just depends and the only way to see that is really to kind of get yourself out of it so for me I'm just kind of exploring mentally what my other options are and the things that interest me, which I've said before, which is like being a doula, which is an interest to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I've kind of explored some of the courses for that. And I know Mm -hmm. that could be tricky, though, because babies come when they want to come and having a full time Mm -hmm. job and doing that at the same time may not be ideal. So it's just a matter of trying to figure all that stuff out. But I can see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel because Mm -hmm. I'm making the effort to get myself there. Yeah, exactly. Like I've talked on here before how I was in a job that I was really miserable in and I didn't even really realize how miserable it was like making me. Mm -hmm. And then I, like Jack was talking about like taking a break, I took a huge pay cut and I went to a job that was no stress just to give myself like a little bit of breathing room and I didn't know what I wanted to do out of it. The job that I'm in right now, I didn't even know that it existed when I was in university. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that it was a thing and that's kind of how I've lived my 20s is I've kind of fallen into jobs. I've had jobs offered for me to me or I've met people and I've gotten into jobs and now I found somewhere where I really, really want to work towards and I know exactly where I want my career to go and what I need to do to get there. But yeah, four or five years ago, had no idea. Mm-hmm. What about you? Ruts. Yeah, I think it's so easy to be stuck in a rut and just acknowledge how miserable you are, but it takes so much for you to step up and actually make a change. And like I was talking about, like I acknowledged that I was stuck in a rut and I made a change and it was hard. Like I think I took like a 40% pay cut almost Mm -hmm. and gave up, not gave up, but like I was paying into a pension. I had stability. I had benefits, all that kind of stuff. I gave up all that kind of stuff and went and took a temporary position somewhere just to give myself a little bit of breathing room. And it was so crazy because like that whole being stuck in a rut thing, it affects you mentally and physically. Like I've never been so sick as I was back then. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how bad my 
anxiety. I think I was depressed. Like I wasn't seeing a therapist at that point. I think when I think back now, like I felt like this epic feeling of like not boredom, but I just didn't really like feel anything. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. get excited about anything. Like I think that I was probably actually depressed. And within three months of leaving that job, those feelings started lifting. And I didn't change anything else that I was doing. It was literally just a change of scenery and a alleviation of some stresses in my life Mm -hmm. that allowed me to kind of break through that and see like oh my god like it was like you break up above the water one day or something Yeah, totally yeah I can't even explain it and I'm so grateful that I had a partner at the time that was willing to support me through that Mm -hmm. and allow me the room to figure out what I wanted because it took me a while (laughs) it took me a while to find my feet again so would you say that was your biggest threat then was your job yeah Yeah. I think so yeah and that just ties right back into yeah. what I was saying about taking your time to find your career, like, and being okay with changing it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. yeah, you know what? If you have to give up your benefits for a little while, if you have to take a pay cut for a little while, obviously some people have financial circumstances that don't allow them to do that or you have kids or whatever. But if there's somewhere in your life where you can make a change, like if you have a brand new car and you have car payments and you're miserable at your job, but you don't want to take a pay cut, maybe sell your car and drive a beater for a year or something. Do you know what I mean? Like there's always something that can give. You're Mm -hmm. never truly stuck in where you are. And I think so many of us too are like, well, I don't know what I want. So I'm just not going to do anything. Just do something. Mm -hmm. Just start applying for stuff. Again, like tying back to the career thing. But I think so many of us are like, I hate my job. I'm like, well, have you applied for anything lately? No. Well, you know what? Start applying for stuff. If you don't meet all the minimum criteria, apply anyway. Because I've gotten interviews for jobs that I, on paper, should not have been Qualified. qualified for. The job that I got when I left my like career that I wasn't happy in, the reason that I got it was because I had some super obscure experience from my very first job out of high school when I worked at the U of A. So obscure just because I worked in, I like developed some database and that was what they were looking for for this very specific position. And that's why they hired me. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even barely remember that. I didn't even know that was on my resume, but okay, cool. So you never know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just take that time to reflect and seek some assistance if you need help getting out of the rep yeah and like there's career counselors available if you don't know what you want to do you can go and see a career counselor at any of your local colleges or universities they all have them you don't have to pay you can literally just go in and they'll give you information packets or whatever you can go online you can take career aptitude tests whatever it is yeah I just keep harping on this career thing because I know what it's like to be stuck in a job that you're not fulfilled by or that you're miserable in and, and that truly is where we spend most of our time. Yeah. And it so just I think affects that's why, so much of your life. Yeah. And that's why, that's what I was just going to say. I think that's why we feel like it affects us so much is because mm-hmm. we spend so much time there, right? Yeah, for sure. So I guess that's all we're saying is it always comes back to self-awareness. If you're unhappy with something, take a really honest check in with yourself and identify where that is. And if you do feel like you're stuck in a rut in like some certain area in your life, Look at what you need to do to change it. We're like, we don't, we're not proponents of these big, like five-year plans, but make a goal and decide what the steps are for you to get to that goal and just start doing it. Because if you don't change it, nothing is going to change. Mm-hmm. With so that, do you want to do a little self-care check-in? Yeah, I see on our little note here that you realized something. Yeah, it's funny. I think we forget to do self-care most weeks because we've been leaving it till the end I was like we should really just do it as part of crazy pants because it's really just all about mental health so I was in therapy yesterday (laughs) and I've been struggling most of this month I think with various things and I haven't been sleeping well so she was asking me like well what are you doing for self-care just in the idea of like trying to help myself get to sleep and I kind of sat there and I looked at her 
And I was like, I really haven't been doing anything. And she's like, okay, well, what normally helps you? And I started laughing because I was like, I can spout off this list of things where like if I'm feeling good, I can be like journal, go to yoga, meditate, take a bath, talk to your friends, get outside, blah, blah, blah. Like I can list all of these things. But when I'm actually feeling super, super down, none of those things are appealing to me. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why we do try to do self-care check-ins so often, because if you're not practicing self-care when you're feeling good, the minute you start feeling bad, you're not going to be able to bring those things in. If it's not already a habit for you to be checking in with yourself and checking in on your mental health and how you're feeling and make sure that you're practicing self-care every single day regularly, when you get into a feeling where you're in a bit of a depressed state or you're anxious or something's going on or something traumatic happens, then you haven't been practicing those tools and they will just all go by the wayside. So I guess that was all I wanted to bring in this week was self-care isn't just for when you're feeling down. Self-care is for all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was my little speech. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) With that, shall we uh, shake things up a little bit there, Jack Attack? Oh, God. Yep. Shall we do a little bit of pass or play? Sure. Shall we get out the penalty box? Yeah. (laughs) So we're back three days later updating this episode because we lost a bunch of our audio. And sadly, in that amount of time, I have lost my voice. So I am so sorry for everyone that has to listen to me. So I guess we can just recap our little pass or play game. Jack, do you remember how you answered all your questions? I think I do. Yeah. So pass or play for those of you who are not familiar you say whether you would pass on something if you pass then you have to do a shot and if you would do something then you say play and then you just have to live with the shame of everybody knowing that you would do this (laughs) so the first one was a foot bukkake (laughs) yeah I think I said yes to begin with and then I was like actually I take that back (laughs) and I won't be doing any shots at this hour on this day so no no nope I don't even want to smell fireball at this point ever again Nope. Uh, the next one was upload a video to Pornhub, but yes. you can cover your face. Yeah, that I said, yeah, if my face was covered and I was making money, yes. Love it. Love it. Have sex with a furry? No. <laughs> and then I said you would, and you were like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find a brony. No, I'm just kidding. No. Nope. Guy keeps his socks on during sex. Yeah, play. That's fine. <laughs> A guy takes you home and you're like down to get it on, but when he opens the door to his room, you realize that his bed is just a mattress on the floor. Yes. I think you said you would, but you would never sleep with him again. Probably. <laughs> Your man gets season tickets to the Oilers and wants you to come with him to every single game. Oh, I don't remember what I said. Did I say play? I think you did. I think you said, wow, yeah. that's a big commitment. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking drinking. <laughs> just add to my alcoholism. A guy shaves his entire body. Uh, pass. <laughs> you start dating a guy and you really like him, but then you meet his fa- his family and you realize that he kisses his mom on the mouth. Yeah, that was a hard pass. Nope. Had to pause for a sneeze there. Sorry. I'm unwell. <laughs> Holy shit. No, that's a pass. Pass, pass, pass. So a guy tells you that he's into improv and wants you to come and watch one of his improv classes. But then when you get there, you realize that he's actually a mime. <laughs> So that's it. It was a lot funnier with alcohol. And when my voice didn't sound like a rabid chipmunk, I don't know. (laughs) Well, we'll take our turns, I guess. Uh, Sounding like crap on the pod. Yeah. Do you want to move into StarCast? Yeah, let's do it. 
So naturally, because I'm a Scorpio and we love horoscope shit, we're going to talk about uh, Scorpio season, which is October 22nd to November 23rd. And Scorpios um, obviously get a bit of a bad reputation, as we like to say, (laughs) uh, for being a little bit dark and impulsive. It's actually a very adventurous and passionate and emotionally dynamic sign. So during the season, uh, those are going to be all the things that you'll feel, although will be different for everybody. Under the Scorpio influence, we'll all be inspired to live up to the bolder parts of our own personas. Just because Scorpios don't always talk about their feelings doesn't mean that they don't have them. On a whole, we might all feel overwhelmed at times with feelings that appear too grand to express. This might make us turn inward, which will make the last astrological season before winter a good transitional period. Uh, just as the weather encourages encourages us to be introspective, the zodiac will too. So um, you're gonna feel all the feels that you never want to talk about. I think. Oh God, <laughs> I did not realize this. <clears throat> well, I mean that's what Scorpios are known for, right? Is for not being emotional beings like they're. But they are under the surface. They yeah. just don't show it to very yeah, many people. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They don't share with anybody. So some of the things to focus on during Scorpio season uh, is shadow work, tapping into your intuition, letting go. And then it's another kind of like transition. So they call it like a rebirth period. So you can use the time to, yeah, change your, basically change your life. (laughs) And then to avoid defensiveness, drama, and hopelessness. So um, if you're feeling any of those... You're probably feeling Scorpio season and I actually screwed up on the dates. It's October 23rd to November 22nd. Mm. I guess that's the opposite. Yeah. What are you, are you feeling any of the Scorpio season? I felt like, uh, maybe I'm just paranoid, but I felt a little bit of drama rama building in a certain area of my life and I'm kind of waiting for it to peak here. Like I've seen the signs that it's about to happen. And I'm just kind of sitting here trying very hard not to get caught up in it and just be an observer. <laughs> so I'm a little scared. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, naturally, I was kind of unprepared for that segment, but uh, Scorpios <laughs> are passionate, determined. Uh, so use this time to bring out that side of you. Yeah. So we always love focusing on whatever new season it is because it just kind of gives you a different thing to look at being more conscious of in your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always absolutely. a good thing. Absolutely. And yeah. did you want to talk about Mercury retrograde? Oh, yeah. So as if Scorpio season wasn't enough, Mercury went retrograde. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, people always say, like, Mercury's in retrograde, but I think it's just Mercury is retrograde on Halloween this happened. Uh, uh, yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, so when Mercury goes retrograde, Mercury's the fa- the planet that's supposed to, I can't speak. You know what, you guys, I drank a lot of Neo Citron today, so bear with me. <laughs> We're almost done. <laughs> but Mercury's the planet that's responsible for communication, basically. So when Mercury goes retrograde, it's not actually going backwards, but just because of where we are in relation to it it looks like it's moving backwards. So it's supposed to kind of screw up all your communication. And there's frequent um, like arguments and stuff that happen during Mercury retrograde season. But there's a really good 
Instagram page called Moon Omens, and they did a like a five minute video about Mercury retrograde. And it can be a good thing if you're open to it. Like if you make sure that you're very centered within yourself going into that season and you don't get caught up into these little petty miscommunications or whatever, you can really use the retrograde to kind of cleanse yourself of some energies that don't really need to be around. And it might be a good time to look at relationships that haven't been serving you for a while now. And this is a good season to kind of be a little bit more conscientious of that and maybe make some positive changes in your life. So it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah, not necessarily, I guess, but feel the feels. Feel your feelings, people. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we had, actually. Yeah, I think that's this it. week. So uh, thank you again. Make sure you give us a five-star rating. And uh, follow us on all the socials at Two Girls, One Broadcast. And subscribe on Apple and or Spotify so that you can get notifications of our weekly episodes. Thanks for joining us again, guys. We love you so much. And remember to take your vitamin C. <laughs> Bye, Akutaka.